0: You're listening to the Canned Air Podcast. Your refusal to listen will be one more reason for me to fire up
1: my death ray and take over the world.
2: And welcome to another episode of candair a tribute to comics in pop culture. I am Jeremy kali I'm Jack Norris. I'm Jake Runyon. And joining us today to talk about his comic, Man vs. Rock, Victor Detroit. Thanks for being with us, Victor.
0: Hi, guys!
2: <laughs> that doesn't sound like the same guy we had on before. <laughs>
0: Bit yeah. bamboozled. There he is. <laughs> hey, guys, how you doing? I'm here. I'm alive. I am a human being.
2: It's good to have you. I think we're going to have a good show today. i got to say really quick, though, before I get going... It's it's uh, nice to have the three of us around the right? table again. Yeah, yeah. Here, it's been like almost a month since we've all been here. Reunited. I felt like the child of divorced parents. Like <laughs> <laughs> see, Split one of you. Custody. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: I have so. to say, from my end, it's great too because I'm watching you from binoculars from across the street. And nice, it's great I feel to it guys together again. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, feel
3: that. It's not creepy. No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> Quick question: What do you think of my new haircut? Because I'm on the fence and I could use some opinions.
0: I think um, I think it looks great, especially when you're. It's in in uh, in the lap of your buddy there.
3: Not no. the first time I've heard that. <laughs> I've told him pigtails don't work. <laughs>
2: We've got a good show for you today. We're going to be talking famous fictional mentors
3: in this week's Retro Roundtable. Uh, suggested by Jake. Yeah, uh, good suggestion at Struck that. Struck me as the kind of thing that's like right up our alley, but we somehow yeah. haven't done yet. Yeah. Uh, and I would never would have thought of it, so good on you, Jake. Well, I do what I do.
2: <laughs> uh, and then uh, Comic Vault, what are we uh, talking about
3: today, guys? Six a... Shooter. Six Shooter. I'm digging okay. the title. Cool. cool. We got a little a horror web comic, comic called The Last
1: Halloween.
3: Ooh,
1: ooh, ooh. creepy.
3: Imagine that. Jake reading something creepy. Right. I'm pretty stuck on
2: horror this month. So. <laughs> this month or this lifetime?
3: More than usual. <laughs> like This month.
2: <laughs> Perfectly normal for February, right? Right.
3: Oh, obviously. Yeah.
2: Few of the books we'll be talking about there, and then we're gonna turn our full attention over to Victor and talk man versus rock. So let's the kick it off. We've all had. <laughs> right. Let's kick it off with this week's retro round table. Yeah.
0: Do it! Do it! Come on! I'm here! Come on! Do it now! Oh my god! The cute pretty! Grab! Taste bad!
2: Alright, famous fictional mentors Where do we even begin? Who would like to start with this one?
3: Well, who I was thinking of when this idea kind of hit me Was Stick from Daredevil mm, Okay, yeah, he's pretty cool He's. I mean, he's a dick, but he's, he's very cool You know. But what I really liked about it is like, How can you talk about Stick Without also talking about Splinter
0: Yeah
2: Now, see, you already just went and jumped to my favorite see, So you I take top. the floor you then I, but, yeah, <laughs> you know. yeah
1: I don't get the correlation just because it's a splinter of a stick? Well, that's it's the because... The, okay, all right. <laughs> yeah.
3: Well, no, the Ninja that's Turtles... That's the inspiration. It was like the, the grittier, darker Daredevil, and then the Ninja Turtles were made almost as like a satire of that. I get it.
2: Yeah, the all unofficial... Right. Remember how the, the turtle's origin was yeah. unofficially tied to Daredevil? Well, it goes deeper. I mean, Daredevil has the hand, turtles have the foot.
1: Oh, that's right. <laughs> stick, yeah, that's right.
2: splinter, yep. yeah. So, uh, yeah. He's, but part of... Sticks being a dick though is his lesson. It's him teaching. Oh them,
0: sure, right. I mean, it's yeah.
3: not just him outright being an
2: ass, is it?
0: I don't Maybe know. Maybe sometimes,
3: but it shifts.
2: It's like depending love. on who
3: he's dealing with, I don't know. Like in the in the show, there always seems to be another another end. Yeah, like an, a like way He's out an ass, America. but he kind of like doted on Electra a little bit. But like he's like always been an ass yeah. to Murdoch, right? It just he's just kind of. It's like that step-parent where you think they're finally warming up to you, you're getting ready to call him dad, and then he's just like... (laughs) It's like splits and bangs another woman and leaves your mom. It's or like a hot rod. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah,
0: that's what I get oh, Was it so Ian bad. McShane?
3: <laughs> really slumming it for some reason. Oh, shit. I'm God, kick
1: I hate you so much. <laughs> Smash your face.
2: I was going to save this for later, but you bring up Splinter now, so I've got to say it. I mean, he, he was my number one on this list today. He's uh, He's just awesome. If you it's can. You can. What would Splinter do if you go? If you carry that through your day, probably to day, kick an ass or two. You're gonna, you're gonna, uh, you're gonna leave, lead a good life, I think. Agreed.
0: But uh, yeah, also Splinter also has the best accent of any of the mentors, right?
2: Fact. Oh, to to the <laughs> Most understanding,
3: <laughs> the shameless, like
2: always has words of wisdom. Yeah. But I was here's some spoilers. I because the turtles have come back, the Nickelodeon show from their mid season break, and I'm all about that shit. It's a good series. <laughs> But uh, as last night, I'm sitting here writing a list of these mentors down that I want to talk about today while I'm watching the Turtles. And I write down Splinter just to look up. And again, spoiler alert here, to watch Shredder impale. Oh, shit. And, mm. Like straight through. Like Now, I've seen them try to kill characters on the show before. <laughs> this felt like it was going to stick like he fell dead they all had a moment they crossed his arms over his chest they all had this like ceremonial walk for him and it just ended i was right. like
0: gonna shovel fuck? his organs back in and staple them up or yeah. something. <laughs> Dude, Splinter dies in every frigging Turtles movie, too, it seems like. There's always it, a needs threat that he's it needs to stick. It needs to stick.
2: That's what makes <laughs> well, it Well, awesome. it
0: won't stick. You know what it will do? It will splinter. Oh, Whoa. this guy, this guy. He's got the punch. Hey, now. <laughs> an-
2: another thing they did last week on that episode I have to mention, because they're always poking fun at the Michael Bay <laughs> movies. They all crowd into an elevator to go up to a top story to... Fight some dudes, and they're all sitting there silent. And Mikey starts banging his chest, really? yeah. and Rap just hauls off and punches him. It was awesome. <laughs> anyway, let's get back to the topic at hand here: famous fictional mentors. What about you, Victor?
0: I mean, you son of a bitch, you stole my Splinter. I was going to use Splinter, <laughs> but I had a backup guy in case uh, someone swooped in. And I think the best mentor was Skeletor, honestly, because He Man, although he wasn't really a superhero. Wouldn't have been as awesome as he was without Skeletor always, you know, teaching him how to wear the right speedo, showing him how to laugh with his hands on his hip, cocking his head backward, you know, gently. <laughs> <laughs> these are important lessons. What think I you can just cut. come across on your own. <laughs> no, I mean, like, the thing about Splinter, too, sorry, just to go back to, like, the Michael Bay films that pissed me off is, like, Splinter wasn't always as big a dick as Stick was, but in the Michael Bay films, like, in the more recent one... He's like, he's like an abusive dad. He like beats the shit out of the turtles and he's like, you know, like torturing them. And like, he's like, you must be in this uh, stunt for all night with with a product placed a pizza hut on your head. (laughs) Why (laughs) do you disappoint me?
1: Balance eggs with chopsticks.
0: Right, right. Yeah,
1: I know. They backed that off
0: a lot
2: in the second one, though, Out of the Shadows. He Mm -hmm. wasn't quite the asshole he was before. They really made it like the cartoon, as much like the cartoon as they could with that last movie.
0: Yeah, I know, which is, um, hey, man, I love that original cartoon. can't die. It was definitely a
2: fun movie, but, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I mean, I
0: don't know. They're just, yeah, they're just great to, like, um, the new ones are sort of just... I don't know. I don't really know what to make of them. They're just sort of fun, but I don't like, you know, they don't, they don't sort of like totally satiate that nostalgia for me, but they're, uh, I don't know. They're weirdly, it's like weirdly enjoyable. It's like watching, you know, your favorite, uh, you know, comic book, you know, cartoon and comic book heroes just like roided up on an NFL field (laughs) concussing the shit out of each other. And you're like, all right, I guess this is something, you know?
2: Well, where the movies get it wrong, they're just trying to grab images from those old shows and flash them in front of us. Like, oh, yeah, we got it here, too, you know? Mm -hmm. Rather than where the Nickelodeon cartoon goes back over the entire uh, history of the Turtles and pulls stuff from everywhere, good and bad. Like another thing uh, from that same episode I was just telling you guys about, they knock Shredder off the side of a building. He Falls into the back of a garbage truck in case he comes up and says, Oops, and pulls the thing and crushes him. I just love Classic. how they pay homage to the good stuff, yeah. and make fun of yeah. the stuff yeah. that's still questionable, new, you know.
1: What well, was it they had? a uh, the, the chick turtle is like a pinup on like the turtle oh, van or yeah, something you're like right. that, Venus. Venus, yeah, Venus, yeah, 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 another perfect example, right yeah. there, yeah.
3: I tell you what, the new Michael Bay movies are great because when I need to last longer in bed, I think of the turtles' horrible mutoid faces and then just go flaccid for weeks afterward.
2: You know, they're, I get the the not wanting, liking the new look because, yeah, they do look a little fucked it's up. But all jokes aside, look, it's not dude. like a total
3: deal-breaker. It's just odd to me still. Yeah, I mean, I have if a they've hard got, time like,
2: beaks that are just, like, clapping open and yeah. shut, they're not going to be able to pronounce words. you got to well, give them lips. Come yeah, on. <laughs> Well, I killed the room without me. <laughs> <anyway>. Yeah, you <laughs> son of a-
3: have to analyze everything with your relentless logic. All right, let's
2: leave the turtles behind us and move on to some more fictional uh, mentors here. Jack, what about you? Mr. Miyagi.
1: Oh, That's man. my boy right there. It's, it's not from the new... No. God, the Jackie... Was it Jackie Chan was in the new yeah. one? With the... I just did Will that Paul directly James into Smith's. the mic. Oh, yeah. oh, God.
3: Good.
2: Brooke well, says it's really good. I no, haven't seen it. Wasn't. I can't do it. I no. can't.
3: Any... Smith offspring on screen is an instant deal breaker for me. There him. was no feeling yeah, of
1: winning, I guess at the end of the movie as it was when Danielson did the crane kick into right. jerkoff's <laughs> face.
2: Okay. Got a confession
3: here. Don't don't say it. You already know what I'm going to say. <laughs> Please don't say it. <laughs> Can we pretend? Can we live in a world where you never suggest I've never seen any credit
4: kids. Oh my God.
3: Oh. How do you you're even wax on the
2: Wax best off?
4: Around. I'm
2: <laughs> I know what's going at the end of the episode now. <laughs> I okay, I haven't seen Karate Kid, but okay, guess okay. what I watched this weekend? What was it hmm. Alien?
3: What did you think? It was good. Oh, f- I liked
2: Alien. It. Alien. The very first one. I watched it. After all the bullshit I got from you guys, I've watched the movie. Well see, that's
3: the problem, It's like seeing it now, there's no way it could capture the magic. Nah. You know, Well, just...
2: that's what I was telling Brooke. And yeah, Kinda, I mean, the the alien suit was kind of chintzy, but and My heart. <laughs> and um, what's his uh, what was his name? Ash the robot. Mm-hmm. What a dick! Yeah, but uh, it was a good movie. I enjoyed it. I thought it was pretty good, and I wanna I wanna go further. And Salkorni Weaver, uh, you know, Andie's come on. Mm.
1: That was yeah. a pretty
2: uh, revealing scene. <laughs> she's not the most uh, attractive woman.
1: I she's guess, a, but she's a handsome woman.
2: Uh, oh, no, I I wouldn't thought, go that far.
1: Yeah. Was it Galaxy Quest? She was hot. She looked. I really said the same thing to Brooke Quest. there she too. She was hot. In that she one.
2: gets finer
1: with age, like yeah. Wine. Ah, yeah. So like, like wine.
3: wine? <laughs> <You> <laughs> yeah, not well. I'm inclined <laughs> <crying laughs> to disagree. All right. Anyway, uh, mentors. Who's next? It's an easy one, but like Professor X comes mm. to mind. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah. one of the one of the great teachers. Like having those qualities of like mastering perhaps the most difficult power set, you know, a sort of psychic ability that could erase your friends' minds if you're not careful, so we can mentor a group coming from that area of total discipline, you know.
2: And, I mean, not only that, but, I mean, aside from his powers, if he had no powers, he'd still be, still be just cool as dude. great just yeah. because of his patience and understanding. And which, his money. And his money. Because money's the greatest thing. <laughs> his money, yes, is a big helping factor, yes. Otherwise, he'd probably just be serving up bowls of soup down to the, <laughs> the kitchen, you know? But,
0: uh, I feel like it's an also important to note with Professor X that it's almost like, you know, he's the first— um, He's the first mentor really on the list so far that's not an old Asian man. Uh,
3: yeah, that's true. <laughs> when you hear mentor, you go straight for that stereotype.
2: So I need—I know now what I need to look for in my mentor, my sensei mentor. type. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm learning karate. <laughs> <laughs> the karate
3: adult guy. <laughs>
2: All right, another one I've got here. Uh, this is going to be kind of out there, but who's seen School of Rock? Oh yeah, uh, Jack Black's character I'm just, doing. I'm with you. I was when that movie came out. I mean, I'm I love music. I, I I'm a musician. I play all kinds of instruments. So to watch that movie and see like him failing, you know, at what he wants to do, but like getting the second coming with this kids band, I was like, man, that's freaking cool. And I'm still
3: I, getting treatment for my stick it to the manitis.
2: Well, that's just it. He's he's educating a bunch of kids while sticking it to the right. man.
1: That's why it's so cool. How can you beat that? It always hits <laughs> me home when he's talk. The heavy set black girl when he gives her the, uh, the oh, CD for Dark Side, for Dark Side and yeah. is like, "Listen to the end of this song." Yeah, and I was just like, "Oh my God, yes!" Cause that girl
2: can sing. Yeah, now. she can. Yeah, I, those uh, all those kids actually had a reunion. Was no like, what was it was like a 10-year reunion, I think, on TV oh, yeah. or something. i seen part of it. But they're all really good musicians. I mean, obviously. You know We're what's maybe- interesting
0: about that one is it's sort of like your first, instead of mentor, it's like... It's, you know, have your heroes and your anti-heroes. It's sort of like an anti-mentor, you know? He's like a mentor, but also an anti-mentor. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he's sort of the... Uh, I, I would say, like you know, like Frank on Always Sunny in Philadelphia, so <laughs> the same way.
2: <laughs> uh, he's the best. That's a name I didn't expect to come
3: up in this show. Frank of the gruesome toaster. If we're
0: rolling with the anti-mentors, you know, we're gonna get it, that term trademarked, by the way. So God, he loves banging hoomers.
2: <laughs> he yeah. loves his hoomers. What about you, Victor? Any other uh, favorite mentors?
0: I mean, I'd have to say um, Marilyn Manson was a great mentor to his followers. Hmm. Uh, oh, wait, sorry, not Marilyn Manson. Charles Manson. That's what I am sorry. Now again, <laughs> okay. again, makes I get it. more sense. I, I had my Mansons mixed up. Yeah, Charles Manson. Yeah. We go. <laughs> um Yeah, Charles Manson. Uh, you know, he was great to his followers. He led them down the right path. And uh, yeah, I think you know you could ask no more from your leader than that. I don't know. He still strikes me as kind of a
3: dick.
2: And non-fiction
3: Right oh. <laughs> I got one I got a good one Are you ready? The first Night Owl from Watchmen The one who taught the current Night Owl I forget his name Wrote that book under the hood in the comic I uh, don't know I've Maybe, never seen
0: just, like, I just so Someone awesome. just wrote you like an ultra nerd awesomeness card Like You just got handed <laughs> so like, a card
3: I'll be expecting nerd. it in the mail shortly <laughs> You earned that card, Hollis Mason. That's his name, Hollis Mason. I'm almost sure. Anyway, no say one else like, knows. Doctor Manhattan
0: is like sort of a mentor to the chicks that he's banging before they die true. of radiation. But yeah. I guess they technically weren't dying of radiation. I don't know. And what an ass! Yeah.
3: That's like the least believable part of the Watchmen story for me is that he just suddenly dumped his wife to go for this like young hot silk specter. That's like. More injecting his weird old man with young girl fetish into everything. It's just his yeah. ego's
2: is taking over
3: at this point. It's, He's walking
2: around with his dick out. That's like, that's some yeah. confidence, man. Just because oh, yeah. you
3: noticed it's just nothing to me anymore. I suppose it's what is, is a dick? I could disassemble I want, you on the molecular
0: I, level. He goes to the sun and drags his dick all along. <laughs> yeah.
1: the sun. This is mine now. Oh man, Jack, how about I'm not sure if his. What is la- if this is his last name, but Chubbs Peterson. Oh, from Happy Gilmore? Yeah. <gasps> That's a good one. Uh, that is a good one. Being able to actually teach him even though he had, I guess his motives were kind of self-centered. That, But he wanted to help him become a good golfer. Yeah, Chubbs. I forgot about Chubbs. He was good. That he like, was able to stay on the golf course while there's alligators after getting his hand bit off by alligators. It takes an alligator. some
2: dedication. <laughs> I wanted to play
1: on the 1978 <laughs> World Tour. <laughs> They
2: wouldn't let me. Oh, I'm sorry, because you're black? Hell no. Pam <laughs> Gata bit my hand
1: off.
3: <laughs> oh, my Jesus. God.
2: Oh, that was one of the funniest scenes I've ever seen in a movie. I rewound that so many times. So he's all, it's all in the hips. It's all in the hips. Perhaps <laughs> he's like, get like, off,
1: get off of me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, I'm going to have to watch that again. I think that one's on Netflix. That's a good movie.
3: Who taught Tom Cruise in The Last Samurai? Oh boy! The First samurai. There it is. That was the second to last. <laughs> <laughs> Less famous, but arguably did even more work.
2: I can't remember the actor's name. He uh, he was the same guy who played the uh, the Ra's al Ghul decoy in Batman Begins. Oh, okay. I, can, I don't know his name.
3: Oh, hey! Speaking of which, Ra's al Ghul. Talk about your anti-mentor, mm, right? There we go. There's a yeah. good one. Yeah. Love Ra's. <laughs> but all I got to you know, say about it's it, though, sweet. yeah, Moving he's on? an okay guy. <laughs> Still owes me twenty bucks, though.
2: Here's a mentor, Hannibal
1: fucking Smith. I thought you were gonna say okay. Lecter. I was like, I don't that know that about- too. No. I don't know. I mean-
2: <laughs> no, 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 Hannibal Smith. I mean, mentoring these boys right. to be just as great as he is. I mean, they're all pretty good, and I think they all could get out of their own situations if they, they had to. But
3: I mean, when the plan comes together. What yeah. do you think? Hannibal's that nucleus. Damn right. He's that rock. He's like the center part of the nachos that keeps all the cheese together. Damn, I wish
2: I were on the And you have got team. that <laughs> asshole
3: buddy who always grips <laughs> the center and rips it out and leaves you with the dry chips around uh, the edges. God. you got to mix that up before you start eating. Why do I keep inviting you over, Andrew? <laughs> you got to mix the cheese and the nachos listener. up, Andrew. <laughs> That's how you do it. You don't just... ah. No nacho etiquette, some of these. Is Andrew a double dipper? Andrew's a piece of shit. No, he doesn't double dip. Okay. He's at least got that going for him.
1: All right. Well, you're not all bad then, Andrew, I suppose.
3: Ah, don't let it go to his head.
1: All right. Jack, I'm looking up another one here. I got it. Okay. I don't know him very very well because I don't watch the show, but this list says that Ron Swanson... Is ah, a good yeah,
0: I like that. <laughs> That's a great one. Yeah, Ron Swanson's pretty great. The best. He just um, he just spits hot knowledge. I feel like the first line I ever heard him say, which made me fall in love with him, was he goes, I believe every government should be run the way a Chuck E. Cheese is run. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus.
1: Oh Christ. my God. He grows a hell of a mustache, <laughs> too. Yeah, for sure.
0: He does. And that's see. the only way really other oh, yeah. than Professor X that you can really respect a white mentor. That's true. <laughs> gotta have wicked stash or you gotta be completely bald.
2: We had a member like of our, our school faculty that looked just like that dude. Really just like <laughs> I feel like
0: that respect. was the charm of him, is every like there was like in every school there was one teacher, some like grizzled old math teacher <laughs> or like whatever who who just looked like that guy who was just sort of like jaded, done with life, was looking for that tattoo. Yes, you
3: know? oh yeah. It's like you know the guy. Yeah, he was like an asshole, man. That was my uh, architectural drawing teacher. Super gruff, had that perfectly trapezoidal mustache. Oh. Yeah.
2: Someone that spends time doing their facial hair like that, <laughs> yeah. you can uh, I think there must be something art.
0: to it. Like, I think there's some women where it's almost hypnotic the way it's shaped. Like, it just sort of, like, <laughs> puts them into a trance and they can't even control the the fluids that come out from between their legs.
1: Oh my! <laughs> Who wants a mustache ride?
0: <laughs> I got another mentor, Sinestro.
3: Right? Who? Green Lantern. It's I'm not, yeah, I'm not like the, yeah, very he learned he it on be, the Green Lantern until he went bad because yeah, he learned but, the like, yellow that's power. The cool but. part is because he he rozzed. Yeah. <laughs> he rozed all ghoul all over Green Lantern.
2: Is he the one with the big
3: cranium? Yeah. It's, it's like a red, red guy. skin fella, yeah. 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 Super likely, so, Lucifer hey, we've moved into go-team. the red
0: skin category.
3: <laughs> 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 Moving from one stereotype to the next. Hi, we're Candare, a progressive oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> podcast.
1: Another one on my list was Uncle Ben.
3: Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah.
1: With one sentence. The rice guy.
3: Beats the hell out of Zanaran's. Oh, no, oh,
1: no, I'm talking about the Peter Parker.
3: <laughs>
1: I thought you I didn't really think you were talking to the rice guy. I thought
0: you were talking about uh, Boondocks, the, the grandpa. Oh,
2: there. yeah. <laughs> Her uh, Uncle, Uncle,
0: Uncle Ruckus. Ruckus in the, like yeah.
3: there, but... Oh, he's the worst. <laughs> Big bulging. eye. I, I can't repeat any of the shit he says on the show right now. So None, for, our, yeah. for our listeners at home, just recall some things he said and pretend I said them.
2: Okay, I got I've got a, a question here. Was Obi-Wan really a great mentor? No. Mm-mm. No. no. Cuz every list I look at, like he's always like in the top 3 or 4. Yeah. And I just thought Nah, I mean, his
3: his, his pupils Went evil Should have right. been honest with Luke right off the rip
1: Not even, yeah, i say with Luke, because he wasn't even around that long and All he did, yeah, he was just, just kind of just pointed him in the direction Kind of straight, whispered okay, in his ear go. after he was dead And I was oh, uh, I'm gonna go Go here, yeah. I can do this yeah.
3: And, and think if Luke had known ahead of time And maybe could have focused his efforts on Redeeming his father before the moment of his death Instead of almost killing him first Could he have brought down the Empire That much faster, you know With Vader on the left, la- maybe I'm Theorizing, let's just be deep.
0: honest here. Like, Obi Wan Kenobi sort of like that Peter principle they talk about in like corporate corporations where basically a guy keeps getting promoted until he's completely incompetent at the level that he's at. That's he's, what it is. <laughs>
1: <level>. <laughs> <laughs> How did that guy get to where he's at? Yeah, I yeah. just being kept promoting Obi Wan get-
0: Kenobi until it was like, Eesh, I guess. Just don't keep promoting him. He keeps, uh, keeps fucking up these guys, but we can't downgrade him, so.
3: <laughs> kind of out of options at this point. It's yeah. Funny.
2: When you're, like, gonna fill one of streams? the last of your kind, you can't <laughs> really uh, stand on rank
1: anymore. Yoda was one of them, too, but I don't I don't know if Yoda... I mean, he may have been because he'd been around for so long. Oh, yeah, Yoda was a great mentor.
3: You know who was a mentor that had his shit together? Darth Sidious. Yeah. Yeah. And you yeah. can't even say he messed up because Vader killed him, just because that completes the Sith rule of two. He did everything right. Everything right.
2: He did. You're right. I want so bad. To I, be I,
3: a Sith? I know.
2: Well, yeah, but <laughs> I think about it so often. I wish there were a Palpatine origin
1: story. Oh, my God.
3: Like... Yeah. Oh my God. No one at home could see that gesture. I just did, but it was obscene, <laughs> and it demonstrated my excitement at the thought.
1: <laughs> yeah. Drop the Han Solo movie. Give us a Palpatine. Uh, you
3: know, I, don't, Han Solo I is am cool. not looking Palpatine forward to a
1: Solo movie
2: at
3: no, all. Seriously, I'm not. Like, I don't want to see anyone but Harrison in that role. Mm-hmm. I said Palpatine instead of Palpatine. It's like that Berenstein, Berenstein. Oh, I mean, It's the Mandela a, effect shit. Little, uh, little alternate dimension residue. Sorry, guys. I just got here.
1: You're not the real Jake, are you? You're the other one. Uh, Who is the real Jake? Oh, God. We
3: wear many forms, many masks and faces. You know God. who's a
0: good one? Do you guys ever watch Buffy the Vampire Slayer? Oh, yeah.
3: He
1: was on the list, too. Yeah. yeah I can't Giles remember what his Zane. name
0: Yeah, Giles, Giles was yeah. fucking
3: badass. Never seen it. You should enlighten yourself. I
1: mean, it has
2: held up super well. <laughs> <laughs> <All conceit. laughs> but it's what fun. What kind of enlightenment am I looking for in this series? Uh, well... Uh. <laughs> there we are. <laughs> <laughs> enlighten
0: <laughs> It's just sort of a fun Monster of the Week. I mean, there's yeah. hardcore Buffy fans. You guys don't want to, like, you know, uns- get the nerd rage coming at you from all the, like, the Buffy fandom.
2: Oh, no. I've got total respect for the fandom. I just don't, uh, think I'm going to find personal enlightenment. No, I like the show. I mean, How
3: I, I, dare you? <laughs> I can't say I don't like the show. I mean, for Christ's sake, we interviewed um, Nicholas Brendan. Oh, yeah, that's right. He's you guys are all going one. to nerd jail. There goes our cred, yeah. <laughs> Who enforces the rules at nerd jail? Who's stopping me from just walking out? Uh, nerd jail, I don't know. Am I going to get a sternly worded letter?
1: So like when Jerry went to the Jerry, Jerry... Jerry Bury on Rick and Morty. No, he <laughs> yeah. could have just walked out, but when he did he didn't he just went back. Oh my god.
2: <laughs> oh, <Jesus. laughs> Any other mentors? Nah, I can't think anymore. Rick. Rick Sanchez. Yeah, Rick. Oh Rick man. Rick Sanchez. The mentor we all need. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know how great a mentor he is. I don't, is, don't actually know, really.
3: the best. I, 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 I'm so eager kind of to agree. I'm like, yes, yes, Rick, yes. because uh, I like wait. him so much. <laughs> he's, oh, he's a piece of shit. He's a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> you best guys best ever see the movie uh, Whiplash? No. Okay, well, fucking never mind, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Next subject. Do I need to put it on the uh, list with Crotty Kid? I don't or? even care anymore, Jeremy. Is it out there with Crotty Kid? <laughs> it's, I love it. I've watched it three times in a day, but... What is it? I don't know. I don't it's know not if a Could it. they make whiplash play sets like Crody Kid? <laughs> <laughs> no, that'd be dangerous. It's um, <laughs> it's a kid who's going to a music school. He wants to be a jazz drummer, and he's got this mentor played by uh, J.K. Simmons, who's like dangerously, abusively intense, and it's awesome.
2: That sounds really we familiar. Speak? Still there, Vic?
0: No, oh, he's right here. No, I'm here. I'm here. I'm right here. Okay. I'm contemplating. I, well, I'm trying to figure out what an abusive drum teacher is like. Is he, like, Bang your head against the drum like harder, like this. Kinda,
3: like <laughs> close enough to it. Yeah, the air went really dead for a second. I didn't know if we were having a connection problem or
0: something. I was just, I was just baffled by. Uh,
3: well, the, see uh, Whiplash, and all your questions will be answered. Because yeah. it's a great movie. Yeah. I loved it. Hmm. A lot of good mentors hmm,
2: here. Yeah. I don't know. When looking for a mentor, I, I don't know things you look for in a good mentor. For me personally, wardrobe. Oh sure, <laughs> a dare T-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> hey, there you go oh, on any hey, mentor. Uh, yeah. It's always um, a
0: big robe, no underwear underneath,
2: and a, yeah, and a dare T-shirt. That's I, just, I, I, a I automatically list. would have so much more respect for any of my mentors if they're wearing that shirt.
3: It's almost like it's the surest visible sign of a person who really has their life together. I would think so. Yeah, that's my so. unbiased opinion <laughs> on the matter. Yeah, yeah, it's a badge of honor, truly. Yeah. The highest order of order. <laughs> be a part I mean, of the, the you, I
0: don't trust anyone who's ever saying anything unless they're wearing a Candair t shirt. So Goddamn you know, insane. if I'm I'm speeding along and some cop pulls me over and he's wearing a police uniform, I'm like, get away from me with that bullshit. <laughs> You're not a real cop. You don't How have do a candare t shirt on. See and our I guest, advise all your listeners to do the same. Our
2: very our guest, Victor, mm-hmm. says he does not believe anyone unless they're wearing a candare t shirt. Now, I'm sitting here wearing a Canned Air t-shirt. Obviously. As am I. So if our listener believes us, if our guest believes us, then our listeners, you at home, have to believe
1: us too.
3: If you're not wearing a Canned Air shirt, how do I know what your nickname in high school was?
1: Mm-hmm. See? How do we know what podcast you're listening to? And we're on the internet, and everything is true on the internet, so you can't yeah. doubt what, anything we're saying Angry right Video now.
3: Game Nerd established that. Irrefutable.
1: Words no. of the prophet.
3: First revelation. Angry Video Game.
1: So to say I was going to get a Canned Air t-shirt... Where would I get one? Well, it's funny you ask, Jack. Society the
3: number six dot
2: com forward slash CandirPod. Yeah.
3: Hmm. Skip the first five societies because they're full of bullshit. What yeah. you want is on the sixth. And if if you don't want to go through all
2: that rigmarole, just go to CandirPodcast because you sh- your ass should be there anyway.
3: Seriously, click on that merch button. That's all you got to do. Skip out of work. Tell me you got a tummy ache. Buy yourself a canned air t shirt. A good reason to miss work, if you ask me. Agreed. The best reason Fashion's uh, very important this day and age Whatever You're nobody Unless you dress well Right? That's correct but You only get one shot At a first impression Yeah As the old cliche goes Exactly We're helping you guys out Why We not? want Put you guys To look good
0: forward. I mean I, I can tell you As a testimonial I was I was just You know I was a janitor At a Wall Street bank But I wore A canned air t-shirt and they, someone came down and said, "Hey, you, sir, you must be a hot mover and shaker. Why don't you come to the top floor?" And That's ever right. Since my boy. then, I've been the head of Bear Stearns.
3: <laughs> our first testimonial, right there, you have yep. it. Listen. And he's pulling down seven figures. What do you make yeah. it?
2: I think I am going to clip that little thing and use it as a testimonial in a commercial.
3: <laughs> I goofed it with my stupid audio because I keep talking over our guest. I'm sorry.
1: <gasps> oh,
2: that was great. So. Aside. So what I, I guess what I want you all to take from this rant is buy a t-shirt.
0: Right. Buy a mug. the
3: crux of the matter. Buy a know. clock.
0: Well, you, you guys, I mean, let's turn this all around. You guys are a podcast mentor to your listeners. Mm-hmm. And so as the mentor, you're telling them, you know, this is what you need to do to enjoy your <laughs> so podcast. So do that.
2: <laughs> anyway, we'll stop bitching about it. Society, the number six dot com forward slash Candare pod or go to Candare dot com. Click the merch button. Can you
3: tell we're really proud of this? We're very proud.
2: Let's swing open the door to the comic vault here and get right along with the show.
3: Who would like to go first this week? I think I went first last week. Okay. Jack? So I'll go first again.
1: No, I'll go go first. Sit down. (laughs) Mine is called Six Shooter. It's a webcomic about a guy that woke up next to an Aztec temple naked.
0: Oh,
2: who hasn't done that? Yeah,
1: as you do. <laughs> he wakes every up
0: every weekend, guys. When he <laughs> oh, wakes up, Tuesday he's like ready.
1: He was like, "I'm, oh, I'm here." Well, how did I get here? And then all of a sudden, people are like, "Hey, look, that guy has no clothes on." And then he reaches down to his junk and then pulls out this big old six shooter gun. And everyone's like, "Hey, you guys got a gun?" And he ends up dropping it on the ground. And hang on a minute, hang on. He's naked. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and he's hiding a six shooter in his junk. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right, continue. Where do
0: you hike your? Wait, wait, on. Hold, hold, hold. Inside his penis hole? I
1: don't, where I don't know. He just throat motions throat his throat hand moves down, and the next thing you know, pulls it I mean, they should do one of like those done. things
0: where they do like sort of a cut, like a diagram you get in like uh you know sexual reproduction class <laughs> a or whatever. Cross section uh, <laughs> that exploded. Yeah, dude. where you see it coming out of the urethra, like pulling it, and the... anyway, go ahead. Sir.
1: Oh We're man, saying. he's like, "Where am I? How did I get here?" And once he drops the gun, some bullets fall out. Once he picks up one of the bullets. He has a flashback of like hell, and there's a, a message that comes across to him that says, "Hunt them all down or return here to suffer." <laughs> Will do. So then he realizes I'm standing here naked with near an Aztec temple in Mexico, and I'm going to kill me some motherfucking demons. <laughs> and then he ends up going. Uh, this Mexican comes and picks him up. He passes out. He brings him back to his house. He gets some clothes. Heads to this bar where this big this guy from a one side comes over and it, that's pretty much it it's a pretty new comic, comic. there's like 20 some pages but hmm. i mean during the process he's having a flashback to where he's parachuting with some guy and he's like some super secret agent but right now he has he's i don't know if it's like a spawn type deal where he came back from <laughs> hell and he's there to kill some demons but wow sounds 20. cool What was it called again uh six shooter six shooter yep the art is kind of what would you say that Kind Samurai of like Dexter's Jack. Lab. Yeah, it's got kind, kind of, of a Samurai Jack thing going yeah, with yeah. all the
3: very hard lines and angles. I like it. But it's yeah, at, it's at a, so cool.
1: findademon.com. That's the Find website. A that's yeah. Now, that's a cool domain it's name. It's pretty cool. I feel I like didn't...
3: if you misspell any part of that, you're going to get blasted with viruses. It's like one of those <laughs> URLs
1: that's just so close to ruining your computer. It's kind of built like me, too, isn't it? That's that's Make true. It. Yeah,
3: <laughs> that's Jesus <strange>. Christ,
1: <laughs> starring Dirk Diggler. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: God. Damn. Aside from the full frontal male nudity, it was pretty cool. I like to see where well, it's been. Oh sweet. my God! Well, very interesting. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I thought. I was like, where am I going with this? <laughs> All right.
2: All right. Well, uh, would you like to go next, Victor?
0: Yeah, sure. Um, you guys have probably heard of Hobo Lobo, right? I don't feel uh, like that's I come through your
1: yeah, It feels like it sounds familiar.
0: Yeah. Well, that one's cool. It's just uh, it's a webcomic. It's, I don't know. It's like this, it's one of the weirdest webcomics I've ever seen. It's sort of, it's almost like a pop up book. When you're a little kid, you read those, but it's on a, in a webcomic form. I don't really know how to describe it. It's called Hobo Lobo. But actually, the one I, I really uh, wanted to talk about when I was a little kid, my sister is uh, this, she's sort of like, hardcore lesbian and I'm sorry not lesbian. A feminist. <laughs> <laughs> feminist. Big difference. Um, she's going to get mad at me if she heard that. Anyway uh, there was this uh, one comic called Hothead Paisan. You guys ever heard of that one? Mm-hmm. Uh, that was my nickname Hot- in high school. Oh he got yeah. it in there! Yeah. Hey, you know. um, so yeah Hothead Paisan the, uh, the tagline is uh, she's a homicidal lesbian terrorist um, and she's like this uh, super butch lesbian that basically just goes around like um, castrating um, you know alley rapists and stuff like that and you know has some snappy one liners and I, I don't have it, like a specific uh, you know like I don't remember it was like you know 16 years ago I read it so I don't remember the first issue or anything but uh, that was one of my um, I don't know Favorite introduction of just the insanity of, of comics. I'm, I'm taking too many takes here, but I'll. Uh, and then one of my, I'll, I'll end you guys with like one of more more recent favorite comics. I uh, we uh, we read a lot of like you know fellow indie creator stuff. A really cool one is uh, Penguins versus Possums, um, which is like this epic war between uh, that's been raging raging on and on between uh, possums and penguins since the beginning of time. And like humans, just don't know about it, and it's like super bloody and dark and insane. Um, and like you know, in the first uh, the first volume, the like the leader of the uh, of the penguins, you know, like takes these metal spikes and like nails them into his skull to like intimidate all his foes and and, and doubters.
2: <laughs> Jack just pulled up a picture of the uh, uh, the Hobo Lobo one. Yeah or he actually pulled it up and uh, we see what you mean by the flipbook It's an impressive aspect. setup. Yeah, yeah. it's cool.
0: yeah, It's like one of the most sort of, um, I don't know, creatively unique things I've ever seen really for a comic book. It's really um, wild. Yeah.
3: Very cool, man.
2: Very cool. All right, I'm going to go ahead and go next here. I don't have a book this week, but uh, what I'm going to be doing instead is uh, offering up MySpace within the comic vault to uh, give the floor to Austin Hamblin and uh, Ioannis Fix, who a couple of people are going to be on the show here in about a month uh, to hang out with us. They have a Kickstarter going right now for Steel Wool, a book going till, uh, or the, excuse me, the Kickstarter is going till Sunday, March 5th. Looks pretty cool, but uh, I'm not going to try and tell you about it. I'm just going to cut the audio in from their Kickstarter video right here and uh, let them tell you about it themselves. So without further ado.
4: Adolescence is tough, having to deal with high school, puberty, and superpowers. Allie Sky Eater has a lot on her plate. A father
0: who is never around because he's in the military, and being the star varsity running back.
4: So what is Steel Wool? We'll get to that. But first, let's talk about the main character, Allie Sky Eater. She's on the varsity football team. She's in a town where there's some strange things that are going on, which I don't want to get too deep into, but I grew up on conspiracy theories, so that's gonna play a big part into this book. Also, her father's not around, he's in the military, so she's got probably some issues going on there. So she's surrounded by jocks and, and the, the normal, everyday things that the kids deal with at school, and I really thought that that would be an interesting story to um to delve deep into and i gotta say austin is doing an amazing job with the script when i brought the idea to him and we talked loosely about it for a little bit and then he really latched on to it and with once he did latch onto it within like a couple of days he had the full script and it was amazing i was i was absolutely blown away by the fact that it didn't need any work you know, everything needs work <laughs> yeah i mean he really he just grabbed onto it and knocked it out of the park and now i'm doing everything that i can to just hold on and bury myself in as much great art as i can to compliment how wonderful a story he's written here also this time around with this work i normally do uh digital art 100 percent but this time i decided that i really wanted to give everybody something that they could own and uh, so I started printing the stuff out. And what I found was is that I was able to seal the printed pages fairly well. And um, I was able to apply a watercolor wash to it. So every, if you want, you can actually own some of this artwork. Well, actually every page uh, is gonna be up on the Kickstarter. So we've got that, we've got a ton of other things. Austin's throwing in a bunch of stuff. Um, I really hope that you guys will Support this project because it's something that's really near and dear to my heart. It's another one of these wonderful strong female roles and um, I'm really interested in watching her grow and become more of a person and and watching her friends grow and and the other cast members around her which we have a rather large cast going on and uh, That's something I'm really excited about so it's it's really it's not just about her necessarily but more about maybe what's going on inside of the town only she's you know the main character so I'm really looking forward to exploring all of this and I'm really hoping that you'll come along and join us thank you for your support
2: alright so there again you have it Steel Wool issue 1 running till Sunday March 5th be sure to check it out and throw some love their way now,
3: before I discuss mine, uh, as I understand, there's something I was supposed to remind you
1: to tell us.
2: Yes, uh, you, yes, and I thank you for reminding me. But the thing that I wanted you to remind me of was Alien. I wanted to tell you guys I had seen <laughs> Alien, okay.
3: but it, it managed
2: to work itself
0: into the conversation. <laughs> if you had mentioned
3: so. this earlier. well, I, I, no, I, I thought you guys it. were for the forget, dramatic so.
0: effect. I get it. Yeah. So anyway, well, I mean, there's no greater mentor than Alien. So.
3: Fact. Apparently, yeah. Apparently, I've been abusing that phrase, fact, tonight. Somebody call me out on that next time. I
2: smell a new T-shirt. No, that's a bad one.
3: (laughs) Yeah, don't do that. You're smelling garbage. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I had a webcomic called The Last Halloween. It really caught my eye um, because the style is this fantastic fusion. of uh, The the human characters have a sort of, it's such a lame word for it, but cartoony, like stylized, soft look to them that's almost, almost, almost Disney-esque. But the gore and the monstrosities in this webcomic are, like, hyper-realistic and detailed, and the juxtaposition of that is just fantastic. In the opening panel, before the comic even starts proper, we see this little tiny house nestled between a bakery, some tall building on the right, you know, the stereotypical tiny old house wedged between bigger structures. Yes, I do. Looks nice and serene, bam, explodes. Close up on a man burning to death, all of his flesh and skin melting off his muscle and bone. And there's some gnarly, emaciated, ghoulish dog prancing around in the fire with these jagged teeth firing off in every direction. It leaps out of the window and finds this sort of gothic-looking girl in an alley. And she asks him, is he dead? And the dog says, oh, he was still alive when I left him. And she says, good, that'll keep him out of the action for a little while. No explanation yet. (laughs) Okay. Hard cut to the morgue. All right. You've got these um, two women coroners, morticians. I'm not sure what the correct term is, depending on what they're doing. But they're examining the body, making jokes about how he looks a bit crispy and talking about what they're going to do afterward. When suddenly they're being told, all hands on deck, upstairs. There's some kind of emergency situation with patients flatlining right and left. Before they can get upstairs, they're stopped by this creature... It looks like two husked human skins sewn together at the center with these screaming faces pointing in either direction, telling them they're not going anywhere. They're needed down here. And then it says, The Last Halloween, page one. And I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> wow. This is going to be serious. And I'm not going to take it any further than that, because it's totally worth the read. And I feel weird about revealing too much on web comics, just because right. I feel like web comic creators, they put so much out there for free, mm-hmm. it's not really fair to me to sure. like reduce the nice uh, Nice little teaser you gave yeah, there. Oh, my God. It was such a great start. I, I, I saw it, and I'm like, I wonder if this will be any good. And then within three minutes, I was like... I wonder if I'll be able to stop reading this tonight. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, last Halloween. Check it out. Very cool. Awesome. Is that, That's everyone, right?
2: Yep. Very yep. successful comic vault. Let's we'll shut the door here. I don't have a door shutting sound effect. Here, so Hi. There it is. The vaults shut. Thank
3: you so that much. Is the wooden doorest <laughs> sounding vault I've ever heard.
2: <laughs> all right, well, with all that behind us, let's just turn our full attention over to Victor and talk man versus rock. Thanks again for being with us, Victor.
0: Yeah, I'm glad to be here for the uh, full penetration section of this.
2: Oh, yeah. We're we're penetrating here. That's what we
0: do. <laughs> Can't
4: dare. Penetrate.
2: So, I want to thank you for sending us a copy of uh, Man vs. Rock. We got to check it out. And, uh, man, it was different. I gotta, I, I'll, <laughs> say but, I'll say that. Uh, I don't want to tell the listeners. I'd rather you tell the listeners uh, all about Man vs. Rock.
0: So, uh, Manvers Rock is the timeless tale of an insane homeless geology professor who thinks rocks are going to rise up and kill us all. And his name is Buck Stone, and he has this insane conspiracy theory that from the dawn of humanity, humans have been using and abusing rocks for our own selfish ends. We didn't crucify Jesus. We crucified a rock instead. When we landed on Plymouth Rock, we pissed all over that honky bastard. And when we we're even waterboarding rocks in Guantanamo Bay, and now it's only a matter of time before the rocks rise up and get their revenge on us all. But luckily, Buckstone has been planting C4 explosives around the world to preemptively strike against the rocks. And that's sort of uh, that's sort of how it begins.
3: Wow,
2: that's you, it. You, too. Yeah, you yep. could do some uh, <laughs> movie trailers there.
3: <laughs> Yeah. That's true about the waterboarding. I've seen what we do to rocks in Abu Ghraib. Dark times. Yeah.
0: I mean, <laughs> it's, uh, it's hard not to uh, to get those pictures. I mean, it's a lot of fun. I just give my uh, give my thumbs up, and I'm like, eat these bad apples.
2: Well, this was a fun little uh, book to read through. But I, again, I, I wasn't knowing. I was like, where is this going? Because yeah. you, like you're saying, you see all these different accounts before. Well, I don't want to lead any further into it. I don't want to give anything away. But... Um, A few things that caught my mind. One, one of the characters said something uh, in the book that I think I'm going to have to incorporate to my uh, daily vocabulary. (laughs) In amazement, he looks on and says, by James Cameron's beard, I don't believe it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Yeah, we have a lot of little nuggets in there of just, like, random shit like that, so... Yeah, it's a lot of fun to write. It's, it's, it's we're just trying to be as ridiculous as possible.
2: Well, yeah. So I mean, that's what I was going to ask. Like, what what are you uh, trying to? What's the final? Ah, I don't know how to ask what I'm trying to ask. What's the final feel for it? I mean, I, I sense a comedy here, but I mean, what are you going? Yeah, with?
0: yeah. Our our goal is to make everybody cry tears of blood, and then we can suckle upon them as we feed in our underground layer of reptilian overlord uh mastery no i think uh i think we're yeah we're just trying to make a stupid fucking comic book that's funny to read i mean i we're trying to tell a good story that's interesting and then we're also just uh, first and foremost just trying to offend and, and make people laugh um and we don't have any sacred cows we try to offend everyone you know from social just social justice warriors to you know fake news writing people in russia so <laughs>
3: The whole spectrum.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's excluded.
0: The entire political spectrum.
2: So, what was the inspiration? Where did the inspiration for the uh, idea of man versus rock come from?
0: Yeah, you you know you'll be surprised what you can come up with when you're drinking gallons and gallons of PCP. <laughs> you know, I don't think I would. I think that's all rock pop propaganda. That's that's taught you that it's a bad thing. Yeah, no, I mean, I think we we. Uh, um, You know just we were thinking of like what's the dumbest uh you know villain of in an action movie like we just love those kind of corny 80s action movies and what you know they always have dumb villains but what would literally be the stupidest villain possible even like supernatural villains you got like vampires zombies all that shit but it's like a rock an inanimate rock um and just sort of it's more about the stupidity of humanity uh than anything else and then how people would be you know dumb enough to actually think, you know, rocks are coming to get us. And it's intentionally ambiguous whether the rocks are actually coming or we're all just a bunch of bunch of morons.
1: It's almost kind of like uh, South Park how the global warming was coming yeah. after him. We didn't listen.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean actually South Park is a huge inspiration for us just sort of how all the towns folks just go insane and think like, oh, we're going to go kill our own and then this, you know, like the whole everything just gets completely destroyed and Yeah, I mean that's just you know,
2: it's cool to hear you say that. I mean, I didn't think of it like that. It does. It definitely does have that angle to mm-hmm. it. It's yeah. got the rabble,
1: rabble, rabble effect. <laughs> yeah, and then it it's just you're reading it and you're like, "What the hell's going on?" And you just got to keep reading to find out what the hell else is going to happen. Yeah, and it just gets nuttier and, and nuttier.
2: The the irony of uh, Doctor Buck Stone last, having the last yeah. name Stone and being afraid <laughs> yeah. of rocks. But um, another thing I noticed about this book that was uh, kind of cool for me, I. The artwork has a very uh, like early to mid '80s feel to it. Is was that intentional?
0: Well, I think we. I mean, we were looking around for artists, and we have uh, we found this uh, artist Jared Lamp, who who's who's our artist, and he's incredibly talented, and he has such a unique style. Uh, it's hard to really put your finger on, and um, it, I don't know. It's like he he has. It's almost like a little like you know more like a old spaghetti western type like feel i guess at certain times and like i just think it's it's a lot it's a lot more kind of like serious looking like it's not a sort of cartoony and bubbly and like a lot of the sort of comedies you see now on on the internet are you know they're like kind of clear crisp lines or they're um you know sort of like web comic type uh stuff you know type like adobe flash uh animated stuff I don't know, like, almost kind of like Archer, you know talking about, whereas his is like, it's right. very, like, he, pays, he does a lot of, like, line work, and yeah, it just looks, uh, it's like a different tone, but then you get these sort of, like, ridiculous jokes coming out of, of like, um, you know, what should be a serious scene. It's almost like a, I don't know, like, some of the humorous, too, It's just like, you know, like, Mystery Science Theater 2000, you see these certain, like, scenes, and then, but these people will say, you know, they'll, like, interject, like, fake dialogue into these people, you know, just saying ridiculous things.
2: Right. Uh, speaking of which, I gotta just comment really quick. Uh, Mystery Science Theater has a comic coming out on IDW. He just mentioned that, and I wanted to say that no on kidding. the show really oh. quick. But don't know how that's gonna work. But, <laughs> well, but no, the the art. Are they gonna artwork, take
3: established comics and just superimpose the silhouettes in front of the? That panels? would be cool. Because I read that.
2: <laughs> that yeah. would be. That's That'd a good be down, idea, right? Uh, but getting back to uh, Man versus Rock, I, and when I say that about the artwork, you know, looking '80s, yeah, I, I didn't mean it in any uh, bad way. That's a, I, I really like that style. And if I had to compare it to anything, I'd say it had like touches of Dark Knight Returns original artwork with mm-hmm. like a touch of uh, early Eastman layered kind of stuff.
3: Yeah, yeah. with I think, I think like the sort of elongation. Of the human forms, that especially like he, in the like faces, and like Victor
2: saying, uh, with a lot of like the line work yeah. too. It's not so like computer yeah. crisp as, uh, sure. which is refreshing.
3: To I don't know. I like Absolutely. seeing all mediums. I, I think like it's like minimalism came back in a big way, but then like the bastard offspring of that was just like really sharp, defined imagery, even when the detail was very cluttered. So it's nice to see something that has a more organic, loose feel to it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, there's so many. It's with the
2: advancement of like computers, you know. I know, like playing music, once we've entered the digital age and anyone can record music at home, all of a sudden everyone's music is Everyone yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think the same is kind of happening to comics where, you know, this software is getting easier to use and it, making your own comic, you don't have to have, you know, all this experience under your belt anymore. You, don't you can draw
1: a line company. and then move it around Yeah, in the computer. So so you don't
2: you're, you're have getting to some anymore. mediocre stuff as a result, but. This it was just very refreshing in that yeah, aspect. Absolutely. You know, someone sat down with uh, a pen and some ink and some paper, and
3: everybody wants to be a comic book artist until it's time <laughs> to do comic book artist shit. Right. Right. Yeah. right. Well,
0: we yeah we appreciate that, and I'm not actually the artist, but I'll take full credit for all your compliments.
3: Perfect. That's leadership. Right. right. Yeah. Right.
0: Exactly. Excellent yeah. No, he, I, I love I love Jared's art because it is. Um, it is so, it's so different, you know, it's just, it, it's, it's so like, I just don't really see other art, uh, very similar to it. So I, right. yeah, I just, uh, what he does.
2: Well, that's awesome. So do you, uh, do you guys get out to any conventions?
0: Oh yes, we do. Uh, we, uh, we were actually just at Long Beach, um, comic expo this last weekend and, uh, we'll be doing uh, Seattle, uh, comic con in two weeks. And then we'll be hitting uh, Chicago C2E2, uh, San Diego Comic-Con, New York Comic-Con. We hit all the big ones and then a lot of uh, Boston Comic-Con and then any kind of, you know, cons in Southern California. will be there.
2: Man, I want to go to any convention in California. Just any right? I just want to go to California. I've never <laughs> been. I know you, you used to live there. Yeah. But, uh, and- I'm California dreaming, you guys. Well, yeah. every time I think about wanting to go to California, I, th- I think of your reaction when I say that. You, you're just kind of like, "Meh." Yeah. <laughs> so it makes me think. Well, maybe it's not all uh, the land of milk and honey like I thought it was.
0: <laughs> no, I mean it's it's a hellscape for sure. But uh, no. <laughs> no, no, no. California's great. I, it depends where you are in, in California, though. Yeah, uh, I can see Yeah, that. I mean, like LA is is uh, it has its moments, but it's also sort of like the uh, it's jumped the shark like 30 years ago. And uh, I, I live in San Diego, which is like sort of this almost like scarily, you know, utopian place. In a in a certain <laughs> sense, it's like the weather is always seventy degrees; it never rains at all.
2: Kind of sounds like heaven to me.
0: Yeah, <laughs> through yeah, San Francisco, pretty-
2: I'll trade you. Come sit sit up here in our cold and snows.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, You'll yeah. want your well, seventy degrees back. Where are you? Where are you guys now? In Ohio. Oh, okay. Right smack in the middle of Ohio. Yeah, well I'm from Maine originally, so I know the misery of uh, Oh, okay gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, Actually, you know I,
1: it a little bit more than we do It doesn't get yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, It can get god-awful up there I mean, well, that's why I, uh, I moved out here after college to, to stay warm mostly, but, you know, it's hard to leave Right
2: So where are uh, listeners able to grab copies of Man vs. Rock? Is this in just digital or is this in uh, actual hard copy as well?
0: Oh yeah, yeah, we have it in hard copy You know, you can you can buy it on our website digitally Or you can, you know, we'll mail you a hard copy We have, did you guys just read the first uh, issue? It's only like, you know, 30 pages or so yeah. Or did you read like the trade paperback? Oh, okay uh, yeah. I read most of the trade Oh, okay so Did you, got did you read what was paperback? in Dropbox?
2: Mm-hmm. Okay, then I read the trade too yeah.
0: I don't know, I just, I had it like on the 100, uh... 150 pages or so Yeah, yeah Ah, alright, yeah, so we have a trade paperback too Anyway um, yeah you can you can get our website which is um, www.travelband.gov backslash man versus rock just kidding it's uh, man versus rock.com <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah we have we, um, but if you're if you have a local convention um, we we're in the east coast or west coast and then uh, Chicago is the one we do out I guess I don't know we don't have any in Ohio but we're in Chicago as well, so if you're at, do at any of those um, conventions, we'll be there. And, you know, if you meet us, you know, we'll, we'll throw in some free swag and, you know, sign it for you and stuff, too. If you uh, come to our booth.
2: Well, how about that? Cool. You can't beat yeah, that.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, hey.
2: So, uh, do you guys keep your? I'm sure you advertise like where you're going to be, so listeners uh, can catch up with you.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, just go to manverserock.com. We have, um, I mean, we have a ton of content on our website. You know, we do uh, free web comics. Um, we do uh, little like YouTube videos where, if you ask Buck Stone a question, he'll um, he'll answer it for you. So, you know, for instance, the most recent one, someone asked Buck like, "Hey, Buck, how do you hashtag stay woke?" And Buck's like. Well, the way I stay woke is I guzzle a fifty-five gallon barrel drum of horse boner pills, and I hijack a children's school bus and crash into the New York Times headquarters. And then he goes on to a, a whole rant on like you know how to stay woke, and you know he's just like this this is an insane person. I, I I like to think of him as Clint Eastwood who who has done way too much crack. Um, and, so like and, Clint Eastwood. Fast. Yeah. So basically, basically Clint Eastwood, in Gran Torino. So. Uh, yeah. So um, and then we also have a uh, like a little video game for free on our website. It's a little RPG. Uh, you can download on our website. Uh, it's sort of like a demented version of uh, Legend of Zelda. Uh, mm. where you know, yeah, Buck is just going around. He's battling uh, Rapunzel's pubic lice and getting blowjobs in back alleys and stuff like that.
2: <laughs> oh man, where do you come up with this stuff? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, you'll be That's amazed awesome. how many dick jokes a man can come up with. Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, cool, man. You guys are on Twitter, too, at man versus rock, right? Any other uh, yeah, social yeah, media yeah. forms we should know about?
0: Yeah, all that social media bullshit the Instagram and Facebook and uh, Tumblr, I guess. I mean, we do Instagram and Facebook mostly, so. Cool. But Twitter, too yeah yeah
2: well we'll definitely have links on the website for all that and be uh on twitter about it too so uh man i want to thank you so much victor for uh joining us today it's been a lot of fun
0: thank you guys the three j's <laughs> j squared here <laughs> yeah. Cube, j on the website Cube. Yeah. Yeah. Cube. yeah excuse <laughs> me jesus christ Wait. jeremy yeah how dare you call yourself a nerd <laughs> <laughs> all right guys well thank you so much for having me on
1: no man thanks for being with us victor Jack, what do we have on the website? Go to the www.cannedairpodcast.com where you can see show highlights, guest info, listen to the show, follow us on all our social media, visit the Hall of Heroes and see the Wall of Justice, check out some of the videos from our YouTube page, and if you want to be a guest and promote your work, send us an email on our contacts page.
3: And be sure to follow us on all our social networking, uh, at cannedairpod, Twitter, and at canned underscore air on Instagram arguably less funny than our Twitter, but still pretty great. That it is, Jake. That, that it is. is. And uh, don't forget to buy a shirt or a copy mug
2: or a clock. Society, the number six dot com forward slash canned pod or head to canned podcast and hit that merch button. We want you to look good, folks. We're trying to help you out here. We got merch. We can only do so much.
3: Right, you can lead a horse to water, and you can force it to drink until <laughs> just, just shove its head <laughs> in there.
2: All right, well, I think that's going to do it for this week. So until next time, I am Jeremy Colley. I'm Jack
3: Doherty. I am Jake Runyon,
0: and I am Buck Stone.
2: <laughs> Thanks for listening, everyone. you come over here and spray paint your name on the
0: wall but i don't wanna what are you chicken hold on there boys wow it's flint instead of
1: writing your name write candairpodcast.com and help spread the word well that's a great idea now we know and knowing is half the battle gi
4: joe Hello, welcome to Skype
3: Core testing service. After (laughs) the beep, please record a message. Afterwards, your
2: message will be played back to you.
3: Did you jump out of the chair? Hey, uh, slightly. Yeah. Hey, we're recording a message. Thanks for the warning. I heard, hello. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus.
2: Oh, that's priceless.
3: Are you tired of seeing your teen or young adult struggle on a path that clearly isn't the right fit?